Oh, you ain't recording now. We recording. We recording. Right. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? What's up? Says with the lights on again. Uh, I'm BJ. Allison Gray. Mm-hmm. Visual V. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we here again for another episode. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we got a, a few guests in here. We uh on location in uh Atlanta, Georgia, for the weekend. We came up here for uh, a event, Black Quality Nation uh, barbecue. Pretty interesting. It's pretty uh eventful weekend, as mm-hmm. you can probably imagine, with uh that type of activity going on, that type of information floating around. But um, yeah, we had a good time. Brought some friends with us from Jacksonville. Uh, my, my homeboy, Mr. TJ. How you doing, Mr. TJ? Oh, TJ, TJ, good. TJ, real good. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, TJ talking about himself in third person. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> TJ is feeling himself right now. Anything, anything you want to plug, Mr. TJ? No, sir. I'm ready for the show to start. Let's roll. What part of the show? The toys? Yeah, part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all that. We got uh, this lady friend here. Um, what's your name, sweetheart? Chanel, I'm Chanel. Miss Chanel, Miss Chanel, how you doing, Miss Chanel? I'm doing good. You got anything you want to plug, Miss Chanel? Nope. Nope. Okay. okay. So uh, we're gonna go start with uh, the pollination. Yeah, with yeah. I think that was um, that was good. We came up to Atlanta for that event. They were having uh, a barbecue, like get together, meet up here in Atlanta. It was a um, very limited capacity. About 125 people were allowed to come. Um, I think the mix was probably just knowing some of the people. The mix probably had maybe half of the people were from Atlanta, and a lot of other people came. A lot of other people came from out of town, so that was really nice being able to meet some people not from Atlanta, but this that came from like North Carolina, DC, um, all the way from like Houston. So uh, it was really nice seeing the the mixture of people. The location was like amazing out on the lake. Um, I enjoyed myself. Um, I'm a people watcher, so it was great just being there in that space and that environment and feeling like, oh, this is this is my community and we're having uh, a great time. And then there was a few people that um, I was going to see um, again, and then there was a couple that we've chatted online. So getting to like embrace and see each other in person that was um, that was fun for me. And then just meeting new people, um, experiencing that with you guys because all of you guys, it was like sort of your introduction into sort of. Felicia's um, definitely the poly vet. Which isn't saying much because I'm still <laughs> very much, I wouldn't say I'm a newbie, but I'm definitely still a novice in the community. But um, I enjoy being in this position to bring people um, into um, the community so that they can gain knowledge, so that they can have um, better, more fulfilling and meaningful relationships, which is um, our hope for everyone. But um, so that was that was really fun bringing you guys there. And uh, so what are your thoughts about the event and all that good stuff well, i want to start off by giving the people you know not so uh okay. privy and understanding what polyamorous is itself i want to start off by giving a clear definition of what it is and part the definition is if you google it what it says is poly what a polyamorous person is is people who can be sexual can be heterosexual lesbian gay bisexual and other relationships between Polyamorous people can include combinations of people of different sexual orientations. Uh, unlike 
open relationships, polyamorous relationships, characterized are are characterized by emotional, by emotional, as well as, well as sexual and romantic intimate relation in, intimacy between partners. So it's just basically, you know, uh, not just so much based off physical sexual relations. I think you can get into a lot of uh, open relationships and it just be uh, resembling uh, what you call uh, swinging and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Those are uh, ones that you kind of take the emotional aspects out of and it's just, uh, you know, friends with, not necessarily friends with benefits. What do they call that? Mm-hmm. Fuck buddies, maybe? Yeah, something like that. But so the biggest thing about this is like polyamory isn't the the main thing everything falls under the umbrella of ethical non-monogamy and ethical means that all parties that are involved know what's going on there's nothing that is being hidden from um, any of your partners and so anything that we do within sort of this lifestyle is all about being ethical and making sure your partners know what's going on know what's going on um, this includes swinging which is um, just having sort of multiple sexual partners which is absolutely okay as well as long as we are not um, hiding anything but um, for me, polyamory um, just seemed natural to me when it came to um, a love style that made sense and that was easy, um, whereas traditional slash monogamous relationship just didn't really seemed seem like the thing for me. So, um, how long do, how long were you have you been to this day involved with the identification with that with that label? Uh, so the actual identification, I think it's not been as long as I've sort of been involved with ethical non-monogamy um ethical non-monogamy like i've been sort of around that lifestyle for about gosh how old am i now so probably about 15 years that i've been around sort of that environment that that space um but it was mostly in the capacity of swinging but that never felt right to me because i think i knew i wanted relationships outside of just sex partners and so um i think it was probably within the last five years that I sort of found polyamory and I was like oh that's the name and this is what I'm looking for this is my actual love style and so it's probably been within the past three years that I've just sort of been on this journey and accepting this is who I am but just like open and out probably like the last two years and um and everything and it's been really awesome to be out there's so many people who like our group has 29,000 not our group but black um, poly nation has 29,000 people in there not it's not even singular because there's some couple pages but there's 29,000 people in this group who identifies that but not everyone is out for whatever their respective reasons are um but for me I feel like I need to be out like I need to be completely and totally me so that I can attract the people who will love me wholly as much as I love myself so um I think that's really important and it's also just um, draw more people into me, um, just asking questions, um, realizing they identify as this and just being more curious about the love style. And so, um, it's been interesting to have people come and ask those questions and being in the space of, um, now being a person who is guiding someone, um, in a, in a way to this love style when I actually had guides when I first came into it. So it was really nice. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, my experience with it this weekend was, it was, it was, interesting because i went into it with a uh specific thing that i was personally looking for and that was necess- that was pretty much to connect with people who uh identify with this thing openly and kind of get just get to know how they've been relating with it over time so basically basically just 
uh, more in-depth perspective. And it, it and it seemed to turn out to kind of be more of so like just a space where people just kind of who identify with it for rather you identify with it for two days or fifteen years. I think it was um, just something for people to just kind of come and just be themselves out mm-hmm. loud, you know, without so much personal interaction, you know, uh, and communication, you know, uh, and which was cool. I think that was a a lesson for me in that space to kind of just be like, okay, Brian, like, you're not going to get all your questions and all your, you're not going to meet everybody who you're going to, uh, it may not even be one person that you meet in the first time that you go and mingle in this space that you take with you. So, you know, for me, it was just like, okay, I'm interested to meet people. And I met people, but it wasn't like no real like connection in it. But I mean, it was cool. It was, it was just, you know, me just stepping out into the space and just, mm-hmm. you know, seeing it in that way and i'm proud of you for like just stepping out and uh and doing that as opposed to just like identifying and not going to sort of meet people um and just going out and even if you didn't connect with anybody you went out you experienced something new and i think that's what this is all about just putting yourself um out there so that you can be exposed to um new opportunities Mm -hmm. you want to go Oh, well, my, I know I was just basically going for research just to see what was going on. But, um, but you know, I'm just the people person anyway. But it was just a very, very nice experience. Um, did meet some very, very nice people, talked to some very, very nice people, you know, about, and it necessarily wasn't even about polyamory. It was just about them, you know, and just talk to them and get to know their personality and, you know, it it was just nice seeing um, a different, just a different thing, you know, just opening yourself up to something different. I thought it was really, really nice. Um, you know, people were mingling and, you know, asking you this, just coming up asking, you know, where are you from, da, 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 da. And I just thought it was nice because I'm just basically a people person and I just like to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, regardless of whether... What I and I love the way Alicia the way you said love style. It didn't yeah. matter what their love style was. Mm-hmm. You know they were just you know wanting to meet new people and open to you know just being mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I took from it. But um, I would like to you know learn more about it and you know see more things and meet you know more new people and you know talk to you know and get friends in that particular community mm-hmm. to um to get to know you know more people yeah very open to it and that's one of the things that we've talked about before is it's a community um it's you didn't know about this before but now you have a community you have um a group of people who are sort of on the same path and can help you through this and um understand some of the challenges that you might have um whereas your even closest friends might not be able to um understand what's going on just because they don't have the same love style and don't necessarily understand it so i think it's great that we have this community of people that um, sort of speak the same language um, for us. But TJ, yeah. what do you guys think? Oh, man, I, I enjoyed everything about yesterday. I enjoyed the uh, togetherness, the mm-hmm. freedom, um, the fellowship of non-judgment between yeah. different I- individuals. So I enjoyed the whole evening yesterday. Mm-hmm. You, man. Um, I enjoyed it as well. I thought the vibe was good. Yeah. I enjoyed seeing um, 
the different couples together, the wife not minding that the husband, you know, was with the girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Everybody just vibe. It was it was nice. What you guys think of that location though? Oh, like I love I, the location. Oh, the location. Was yeah. Was, oh my, was breathtaking. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. You saw pictures, but it didn't like really do it justice. Right. It was and like, man, it's a long ass there. drive, and then you get there, it's like. This is a nice vibe to just go be free and on the water. And like the little, I guess it's a paddle boat or something. Yeah. Like I really wanted to do that, but I really didn't trust myself on the paddle boat. But it seemed like a, a dope experience to, um, to have. But uh, Yeah, dope, dope yeah. vibes, dope location, dope people. just people. You know, mm-hmm. like I think it was just a, a opportunity for, like TJ said, to just immerse yourself in a different environment mm-hmm. where everybody just don't align with the same ideas and just meet people that you know identify as different things rather it be you know i mean it's all based in sexual identity but at the same time like we don't get it i haven't been in in spaces in my past where i can just really sit down with somebody just to understand them Mm -hmm. and that was that was a, a, a big thing for me you know what do you think, um, so I'll talk last on it, but what, what do you think maybe attracts you guys to the poly love style? Like, what, what is it about this that you're like, okay, this is, this is something that I want to learn more about because it seems whatever. So what, what is it about it that makes you want to learn more about the lifestyle? Well, for me personally, I, I think it's more so of the idea of just being different. Like, I felt personally like I haven't, the traditional way of accepting how you relate to intimacy just hasn't served me well. You know, so listening to people, no matter how different they identify, to me is just great information Mm -hmm. because I want to know, like, okay, well, this is how they say you're supposed to do it. It just don't work for me. How do you do it, obviously, since you identify as something outside of normal Mm -hmm. you know and just you know how did that work for you you know what i'm saying i just i always want to open myself up to rather i identify with it or not i always Mm -hmm. want to open myself up to perspectives you know uh because that's just that's how i learn that's just my learning style Mm -hmm. you know anybody else well i think um it's just open, open to new, be open to new things. Mm-hmm. Cause you remember even like back in the day, you know, your mama would say something like, well, you know, if I could just piece together a man, yeah, you know, make, you know, if Mr. Charlie had so-and-so <laughs> and Mr. Gary got so-and-so mm-hmm. and Mr. Willie over here, I mean, you, you done My heard people, did. you done heard people say that, yeah. you know, Not different mama. guys have different, has your mama ever said right. That? It was like different guys got different attributes. And if you could put them all together to make one man, that's what this is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what this is. If you can't get something from one man, you're open to go and get it from someone else. And, that's and your a, partner's open to it too. That's right, a, and your part, yeah, and your part, and everybody knows about everybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody's creeping. Nobody's doing any of that mm-hmm. because everybody, you know, knows what's you know knows what's up. Yeah. And if everybody is on the same page, you know, and willing to do all, that's a beautiful thing. If that's if it's for you. Yeah. TJ, you guys. No, I have nothing. <laughs> I agree with B. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. 
Yeah. I think even when it comes to this, so what do y'all think about the uh, polygamy and the, uh, what's the other one where the women have multiple? Polygamy is the marriage portion of it, so it will cover both of them, the male and female. So having more, um, more than one husband, more than one wife is under the polygamy because that's um, to the marriage, if I'm speaking properly. It's to the marriage um, and that whole deal. So husbands and wives, I, I can't remember those exact terms, but polygamy is where it's actual, the marriage is not necessarily polyamory, but... Okay. Yeah. I thought polyamory, I mean, polygamy was the one where they have men to have multiple wives. Polygamy is just marriage. And then there's like, oh, I don't know. You're making me remember. There's a, whole, there's a whole bunch of terms I remember. There's like polyandry and poly something other else. And one's a husband, one's a wife. But polygamy is like that whole, I think that whole umbrella of like you're married. You have multiple spouses. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the terminology, like, it is very difficult. That's why I tell people to go do your own research because I don't remember all the terms that um, that go along with it. But I remember some. I, I don't know the base ones, so I can get you that. And then you just got to do the additional research if that's what you're looking for. Marriage isn't necessarily my goal, so I don't know all those terms. But I'm also not really big on labels either. But, um, I mean, if that's what you want, I say go for it. Um, with the multiple husbands, multiple wives, like, listen, do you, boo? Like, I'm, I'm here to support you. I'm going to show up at the wedding, um, catch a bouquet, catch a garter, whatever you guys are doing. Like, I'm going to be there to support you because this is a love style that works for you and this is what makes you happy and ultimately I want you happy. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way when it comes to a lot of those different things. Uh, one of the dudes from the, from the picnic, I forget his name. He looked like his name was Mike, though. I oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> this is big, big, uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't D, was it? The no, guy that inbox. No, no, it was a dude who came up to me at the, at the, on the side of the um, uh, Yeah, with the braids. I don't remember his name, but uh, anywho, like for the yeah, yeah, it was Mike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Mike was telling me uh, <laughs> when we was having a conversation about just the difference between all of them. Obviously, we was using the terms wrong for polygamy. I was asking him, you know what would his ideal style be in terms of, you know, obviously he's at a poly uh, get-together, and I was asking what his ideal one would be, and he was like, I don't know, you know. He was basically just saying, I mean, it would, it would either be out of polygamy, I mean, the, the male-dominant one with multiple women, or uh, a free-range one where both get, you know, it's not a double standard. Where, you know, it's an open relationship, so not necessarily yeah, uh, closer. Both men and women would be the same, but no, I just I wanted to just ask specifically, you know, if there's any uh, double standard that any person in here holds, because I don't necessarily understand the whole. I don't understand how personally you could be. How I identify as a man, I couldn't see the the one with a multiple with multiple men and one woman. I just couldn't fathom that in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but um, I don't have a double standard towards it towards other people doing. So you would be okay with your partner having a, like another man? Yeah, of course. I, I personally would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think it would be weird for me not to feel okay with that. Mm-hmm. Be wanting yeah. know, what I want personally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's nice. But mm-hmm. It would be weird, in my opinion, for not her to have multiple men and none of these men don't do nothing else outside of her but yeah i'm not saying that that weirdness is something that i would judge negatively mm-hmm. you know what I'm i just don't understand how it and, it, and it really just goes back to everybody having that same a different love style so it's like they could they if that works in their relationship that's mm-hmm. fine definitely like a lot of people 
on talk about it because I think me and V were both talking like, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like, if you get to do this, then we get to do this too. Um, so I think, uh, do you guys have like a des- um, desired like dynamic? Like, I know you guys are somewhat new and so new to different dynamics that you have, but is there like, if you could have an ideal, like what would it look like? How many partners and like what would their sexes be? And sexual orientation, if that goes in there. Well, I'm going to go first. <laughs> go first. <laughs> uh, personally, for me, it's, it's not so much of a specific one. I mean, uh, I personally, if I have multiple women, I would want them to have multiple men because I don't just don't want to be the only masculine energy balancing mm-hmm. all of this feminine energy out. I just, I barely do well have done well in my past. I ain't gonna say because I'm doing kind of great right now. <laughs> <laughs> I work. Can we get into that later? I mean, if you want to. No, okay. uh, well, hey, come on, man. This is, <laughs> I don't know if you heard Reduce Lunch yet, but this is me still. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm doing great now. But in my past, I've struggled with you know having multiple women, and you know I tell them, man, go holler at your other nigga right now because you getting on my nerves. Straight like that. Straight up. And how long you been single? Uh, Twelve years, I guess. I don't know know why, but you know, I'm a a great catch, ladies. (laughs) Uh, don't be, don't be be high fiving in here. Absolutely not. High five too. Uh, Mm -mm. So do you, but do you prefer like your chicks, like, or do you want them to be straight? Would you prefer them bisexual? So is it like a V? Is it a triad? Like, what is that? I would be disappointed if (laughs) I can continue to get women that did not like women. I specifically have a, it's a feeling that comes in my body when I uh, witness, even on TV, like women who experience other women and Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Like, it's very... Even watching it on TV for me is a very enjoyable experience. So if all the women that I ever experienced in my life going forward only like men, I would be highly disappointed. Mm-hmm. In that. So yeah, I, I do have a preference in that way. I, I want, I guess, to be bisexual. I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole them and just say, oh, only like women. But if you into that shit, fuck, be only into women too. Shit. I, but I'm really not very specific about okay. it. Okay. I want to try two right now. This bisexual. I'm gonna say that. This that's what my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For for me, um, as you probably already know, I I'm I just want to be the only coochie in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. If for me, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, I'm I'm really not. Um, I'm just open to people being exactly who they want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not closed-minded if your, you know, if your sexual orientation isn't straight. You know what I'm saying? So I just, my whole thing is, I just want you to be the person that you want to be. You don't have to. You sound real me. Jada Pinkish right now, like with that. I just want them to be free. So do, are you? No, <laughs> no. I'm just saying because the I, entanglement I, I, right. I, you know what, me. What is, it, what it really is? But, but really, I just love men. Uh huh. I just love men. Look at that. Look, she getting into it now. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I mean, I have fallen upon men, like I said, that have been straight. Mm-hmm. That as long as I can peg you, look, we we good. Mm-hmm. 
you know, if whatever your sexual orientation is, I mean, it's straight men that like to be pegged. It's mm-hmm. bisexual men that like to be pegged. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just yeah. whatever you are comfortable with and whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. you'll get no judgment from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're you going to look real nice, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, you guys, come on. Talk to us. So, me, I prefer a heterosexual man. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other question? Like, is it the dynamic that you would be interested in? Like, two heterosexual men, heterosexual men, and, like, a woman? Like, what what does that look like? Or are you still sort of unsure because you're sort of newly stepping in? Like, what are your... Well, I'm, I'm not interested in women. But okay. if he had more women into the mix, that's totally fine with me. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm interested in men. Mm-hmm. Only. Okay. Um, I would have to say... Uh... <laughs> Look, when Miss Vonda James speak, <laughs> I feel like I'm in school right now, you know, so I'm just listening, you know. I'm vibing with her and I'm just listening. So I really don't have no, a answer. No, we need right. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well, we me, we not doing this. Okay, well let me let me give Take you a, a little sip. bit. Let me give you a little bit. No, I don't need a sip. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let me give you a little bit. Uh I, I would prefer uh not to be the only masculine energy in a room or in a relationship. Uh, as well as the, I would want multiple feminine energies in the room or in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the more control the environment is, the better. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, the more understanding we got, the better. Yeah. Control. That is a very, very naughty word, word in, like, all of this. <laughs> naughty control. So. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is. Like who? Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, but that's just my dynamic and getting into the whole BDSM stuff. But um, controlling, um, you have to watch, not necessarily you, because you can do what you want to do, but just watch how that sort of control goes in the relationship, because this is all about um, sort of freedoms. And so now when you say more masculine energy, so would that be maybe like a quad? So another male and like two females or a female and um, another male like what is what is that when another when you say that because you're speaking in code and I need to direct because I, I my black card got revoked so okay I don't believe that uh, you can give uh, one person all of what they need mm-hmm. so uh, you know a woman may not be able to uh, receive everything she needs from me so, okay uh, there with that being said another man uh, would you know, be able to come in as yes. freely as he want to and, you know, give that woman what she needs and I can't give her, you know what I mean? I love so, that. Yeah. See, and that's, we need more voices like that because there's so many men who are closed off to another man um, being in relationships because they want to be the alpha, they want to be mm-hmm. this. And then um, it's like, and as people talk about like alphas and all that stuff like that, you can't have two in a relationship. I mean, you absolutely can, but I love that you speak up and say that another man can come there because you understand, for me, in my biased opinion, you understand the actual basis of poly, and that's the freedom to love more than one person and not necessarily. And I won't say putting limits on someone because if she only wants one man, that's absolutely fine. But again, that whole what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like if you wanted two women, like just that it's still open for her to have it as opposed to saying no, because even though, you know, people make a choice when they get into these relationships, um, sometimes they want to be in these relationships and they're not necessarily even given those choices. And so they, still sort of settle into relationships sometimes and it's great to hear you saying like oh if i if i'm not 100 percent that person then she can be that and that's one of the 
basis of when I talk to people about polyamory is like we under monogamy they talk about the 80 20 rule like they talk about that shit all the time like how men leave for that 20 percent or whatever like that but what's the point of leaving when you can have a relationship where you can go get the 20 percent or whatever is I don't want to say lacking because that sounds negative but whatever it is that your partner can't give you being able to get that from someone else because how I love is like if I love you like I want you to be completely and totally happy um because then that makes our relationship even better um, and then even more along the lines of that, like the having like the kitchen table poly, poly where, you know, everyone knows about each other and they still want to hang. I personally want to know that person. Cause guess what? She makes you happy again. It makes us happier. And so I want to be able to celebrate those people in my relationship so that, um, cause I want it to be sort of like a, a little family deal, but again, it depends on what everybody else wants. And so as far as my desired dynamic, I think I'm okay with like the V, uh, clothes triad and most of mine would probably be with other women because I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this now I might be bisexual but um, I definitely have look I might be a little bit no 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 so um, I, I definitely that's that's probably like a hard term for me to accept just because um, just talked about Listen, listen. Can you can you let me lean into my truth? Let me lean into it. So, thank you, thank you. Let me let me be here in this moment because I'm saying it for the first time. Let me be here. Entanglement. Right, right. <laughs> I've had a couple of those. Uh, I like entanglement, so they're they're quite fun. Um, but it's like I've never had a relationship um, with a woman. I've never pursued a woman. Um, but I've had many, 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 many entanglements with a woman. Um, generally a guy is involved, but I've had like a few where a guy hasn't been, um, involved. And I always said I was sort of like bi-curious, but at the end of the day, like I enjoy, um, being intimate with my partner and another woman. Like I just enjoy that. Um, so All that. praise is due to the most high. <laughs> 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 um, and so like I have that, but I also like the, um, the quad dynamic of having another guy in there as well. Um, one, because I'm like, oh, he has a bro now. Like, the girls are doing something. You got, like, a bro that you can... Because in my head, they're best friends as well. Um, look at y'all. It's a hot mess. <laughs> so ridiculous. So you got somebody you can hang out with. And then also, like, when you go on dates, I think... Oh, when you go on a date, like, the couples just, like, switch off. And so no one's, like, left at home by themselves and, you know, having these feeling some type of way because we've heard that i'm feeling some type of way what does that some type of way mean i'm gonna tell you my hang up in dealing with my past with trying to implement these polyamorous uh uh lifestyle love style you know what i'm saying it's like because once the the chick get with a nigga and i feel like he lame i gotta say it and I got to stop doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't really think the nigga lame in a bad way. I just think, like, you know how we use in a, in a, in a from where we from, the word green. It mm-hmm. don't necessarily mean that you is hella lame as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of just like, oh, you just don't know a lot from mm-hmm. where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you green, so I call you that. And to me, like, they still be dope in their own right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when it kind of, like, communicating like mm-hmm. you don't understand what the fuck i be saying half the time and i don't understand what the fuck you be saying so you grew up in the north side and he grew up over in mandarin and so it's right, just so yeah green yeah but when you hear something like that coming from i guess somebody who you 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 maybe even respect their perspective mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to take you know what i'm saying so i have to take i have to watch what i say to people because 
it kind of come off as judgmental. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's been a lot of my hang up in the past. You know? Yeah. But even with the whole green thing, it's not necessarily green because you have a very strong personality like this, this, and this. And if you don't fit into this, and I don't want to say box because, you know, Brian hates boxes. Yeah, um, but if you don't fit this sort and mold or whatever that you have going on, you're like, I'm good. So it's like, for the most part, I can be over here in this space with you, but sometimes I need to be in this space. And so you, and you just can't get in the green space and she needs a green space. Yeah, yeah. So you have to quit doing that and say, thank you, dude, for getting that green space because I, I can't oh do it. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> oh God, I really thank that dude. Like those dudes, all those dudes, all the, you know, the husbands and the boyfriends <laughs> and all those, you know, and the side dudes. And, you mm-hmm. know, all, I really appreciate you guys because y'all saved me many nights of cursing motherfuckers out and being upset and shit, you know. So mm-hmm. I love the side niggas and I love the husbands and the, you know, boyfriends and shit. I love y'all, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think that's how it's supposed to go, though, but that's cool. No, nah, I mean, it's, it's like a bromance we have, you know. Does he know that you... No, nah, they don't... Um, yeah. The boyfriends and the, you know... Whenever it's like I'm the primary dude, they be... Yeah, they be knowing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I know who they is, but... But have you had a, that conversation to make it ethical or y'all just, like, just this unspoken be, truth? See, that that's, a, again, because I think they lame. It'd be hard for me to talk to them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then for them to... Because they be thinking we be competing. I'd be like, I ain't competing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you here. I know why you here. Because I can't do some shit that you can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm here because... And some people can't take that to the mm. chest. Because I yeah. do what I do really good. Mm. You know oh. What, I'm like, what are some of those things for listeners mm-hmm. who want I mean, to know? Whatever. I mean, first of all, just communicate. I really mm-hmm. love to communicate mm-hmm. and create space for mm-hmm. people to show up as themselves. You know, and introduce you to a space to where, you know, this this... You can be all of you here. I uh-huh. think that's my strength. You know, that's what I feel like I really build a lot of the, you know, relationships that is going, rather I want them to or not, they're going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's that space that get created. It's like, oh, this is this is what love feels mm-hmm. like from this perspective. You know? Okay. And uh, some of the other stuff is just super explicit. I mean, I'm right. Like, so is it like kinks? Like, so we finna get into some like BDSM stuff that like that's the things that you do re- really well. Uh, I'm not really like a BDSM type of guy. When it you comes sure? To, I mean, a lot of people say they uh, when you when you even think about BDSM, what you think about? What y'all think about when y'all think about BDSM? Binding and gagging and tying up. Okay. What about you? I think pain and time. <laughs> what, what, what about you, uh, V? I think of pleasure. Yes, boo. Give me some. Give me some. Yes. All of that. I think of I think of pleasure because even with the the tying up or the blindfold or the 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 gag, you just. You'll never know what's coming. If you trust your partner, your mm-hmm. partner already knows what you want. Yeah. Your your pain tolerance and all of that. They're not there to hurt you. Yeah. They're there to bring pleasure to you. Mm-hmm. And when I look at stuff like that, and when I think about it, I think of pleasure. Yeah. I haven't gotten into a lot of it. I need to. Mm-hmm. You desire to. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. You know, Amen. I told you, yes, I'm, lady. my talk, love talk, is, is an experience. Yeah. Talk that talk. Yeah. Juicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, word. So, so it's not so much BDSM. I, I guess you could call it that because I, from what I'm told, I have a very dominant. Uh, and what you know. Yes, yeah, what I know. Right. What I, I, I know what I'm told. 
Mm-hmm. So, just playing off that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I have a very dominant presence in uh, these spaces, but I also do too as well when it's time to receive pleasure. I'm able to be in a very submissive space where I, I just uh, I let go wonderful. to receive. So, Ooh, it's a yes. very balanced thing that happens with very high intensity on both ends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, a, that's another thing that comes with the you know, emotional so TJ, with most men, they're a bit more dominant. Are you able to be submissive at all? Do you do you have that side of you that comes out? I definitely believe I have that side. Um, I don't believe I have it have had it explored a lot, mm-hmm. um, and oh. that's what I'm open to. Oh, nice! As long as you open, that's all. Yeah. that's all that matter. Being yeah. open and having a partner that's um, that's open as well yes. um, and, mm-hmm. and just going slow. And I think one of the great things is being able to experience first with someone. I think that brings you definitely um, closer as well. Like I've talked about my, I don't think here, but my experience at um, Hedonism where I had a first with a guy. It was both of our first time sort of exploring um, something new. And that was, it was really great. It left us um, very much connected that we got to experience something together. And that was uh, that was really dope to to have a first with someone, especially when you're like, oh, I've been in the game for so long, I know what I'm doing, and then you get to experience a first with someone. It's like, wow. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell, how the hell we got here. Oh, uh, because you said no, because you said you do everything good, and I was like, what are what are those things? Well, well, what and I so I do, I don't do everything. <laughs> Trust me, ladies, 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 I don't do everything. Good. I do, I do good. So whatever else you like, go find them. <laughs> he is out there I promise you uh, so it's not everything just what I do mm-hmm. uh, so those, those things that I do definitely uh, but uh, yeah even the, so the competition part of it definitely has played a part in the uh, you know the inability in the past to be able to create those uh, those situations so you know uh, bros you know you can have whatever you got with them we good trust me we good in the hood Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. but we ended up taking this uh, this quiz to this uh, what was it called? Um, um, so we're gonna start. And one thing too, we're gonna start doing um, is homework. You know, from time to time, y'all can interact with us on uh, social medias and Twitters and Facebooks and all that about these uh, assignments because we doing a lot of this work. You know, what I'm saying at the same time. You know, what I'm saying and finding out things about ourselves. We want y'all to share. A lot of y'all experience and what y'all receiving back from us. It might be Alicia might tell y'all to uh, even you know do some physical things, you know, and, and, and do them. You will enjoy them. And definitely come back and uh, holler at us. But today we're gonna get into this uh, this virtual quiz that we found on um, on the internet. And it was a uh, so it was a BDSM quiz that sort of. Um, just want to tell you kind of some kinks that you might be into that you didn't necessarily know that you were into these, these things that like, oh, so, the, so that's what that's called. Like, oh, I, I, oh, I like this. And it's like, oh, that's, that's the name for that. Uh, so when you go to the website, um, I think it's bdsmtest.com or something like that, dot org, let me go, dot org. Um, so you can go there and you can take it, do a short test. It only takes about, uh, 10 minutes to do and, once you get your results, you can click on each one to see, because there was a couple of them once we did them. We're like, well, what the hell is this? But you can go through and you get an explanation. Then you're like, uh-huh. Oh, 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 yep, mm-hmm, I see that. put this on uh, Alicia, um, Twitter. Yes. need to go get it. And so, I'm, at I'm Allison Gray. Too, so. And see. Facebook, probably. You can put it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it on both. Okay, cool. 
Uh, so who wants to go first and talk about their results? <laughs> You're excited. Yeah, I'm definitely excited because I see it in a very compartmentalized way and like how I look at this shit. So, um, so the categories were, um, I'm gonna just go like randomly and read this shit. So degrader, brat. Um, I wish I could read. I mean, as we go along inside of them, I think some of them we can ask because uh, I think y'all gonna have questions about what some of them are. I guess. Um, so it's degrader, brat, degrady, boy, girl, uh, age play, primal parentheses. They got prey inside of it. Um, they got primal. Uh, parentheses hunter they have submissive sadist slave masochist master mistress uh, daddy mommy owner pet vanilla dominant brat tamer uh, <laughs> exhibitionist rope bunny voyeur rigor experimentalist switch and non-monogamous so my top one was non-monogamous <laughs> at 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent uh second one was switch at 96 percent uh the third one was experimentalist uh at 93 percent rigor at uh 89 percent rigor is i think one of the people that tie people up and stuff mm-hmm. like that um uh rope bunny at uh that was a surprising one that was surprising i, I, no. I honestly like the idea again i'm, I'm I'm a switch, so a switch meaning I'm able to be dominant and submissive. I'm able to receive pleasure from giving uh, high levels of pleasure, receive high levels of pleasure from giving pleasure to my partner and high levels of pleasure from receiving pleasure from my partner as well. So when it comes to a lot of this, like even being the rig, like I like to impose myself on like people as far as choking and even have them tied up and know that they trust me to give mm-hmm. them pleasure. And I want to feel that same thing. Right. You know, that's a, it's not something that I feel like I just want a woman to receive from me. I want to be able to receive a lot of this shit that I give back. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times in a playful way, I guess. Like, that's how I'm even seeing a lot of this stuff. Because it, as it keep going on, uh, ex- Exhibitionist is after Rope Bunny. Uh, Brat Tamer is after that. That's definitely a part of my personality. Dominant is at 52%. Is there one that surprised you, like, on your list, that, like, where it scored at, like, higher or lower, you thought it would be in a different position, I guess? Nah. Nah, all this shit was, like, right on the head, for <laughs> real. Like, because as I'm looking at it, it's like, you know, it's a, it, it, it ranged from green to red. And as you get 100%, all of them is green, and all your 0% go to, down to the red. Mm-hmm. And all the green is the stuff that I'm super serious about. Yeah. Right? non-monogamous like the like i can deal with a person that's non-monogamous i mean like monogamous but like my mindset is like you gotta still let me be me like mm-hmm. as long as you you know what i'm saying like if you care a lot about the possession of me like in the way that you care about the possession of yourself and like you gotta have a person that's you know just gonna think the same way as you i'm just not the type of person that you you need to be with so i take that shit real serious like, mm-hmm. if it's not if that space ain't given to me, I feel suffocated. So, mm. um, the switch is another part of my personality that I feel like I, I take a lot of pride in because it's um 
it just allowed me a space to kind of just, you know, move inside of my of the energies that's inside of me, the masculine and the feminine. Like, I just, I don't like to be in a space where I just got to, and I've been in this space in my past where I just gave so much pleasure, so much pleasure. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's the, in those experiences, I felt like, you know, man, why am I not receiving? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like I always had the, you know, the desire to receive, but it just never really got reciprocated just because, you know, it's maybe not, I was with people that wasn't so much switch, switch energy type of people. But I think it's less about switch energy and more about like pleasure because like that's the thing that we talked about in the first one. Like people fuck, they're not like out to like receive or give pleasure. So if that is not something you are keen to do, um, giving you pleasure um, or anything like that, like that's that's not going to be something that they think about because a lot of time people think just they are the prize and it's like nah, like because I can go pay for that. Um, so I think they're just because they aren't used to pleasure. That's a lot of reasons why we're not being um, pleased. Um. So what I did want to say about this colors and shit as it go down, as it get to the yellow shit, like that's the shit that I play with. Like mm-hmm. I actually like to have a sense of humor inside of and give like this not so serious energy towards. You know what I'm saying? Like the pet and the vanilla and the dominant and the brat tamer and. Um, Mommy, Brett Tamer's in the yellow for you? Yes, yeah, 56%. Oh, I definitely. Well, I was like, I guess I thought that would be higher, but you have the switch stuff up there. So. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that, but again, it's, it's a playful energy mm-hmm. that I bring to that space. I'm very, I can do it at very high levels, you know, um, but at the same time, I'm not ever serious about it. I'm not going to ever put no no will behind yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? But, um, and as it go towards the bottom, it's just shit that I just really don't give a fuck about whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's just shit I just really don't give a fuck about. So, like, <laughs> the, the Grady, the, the, to be a brat, like, you, gonna, you ain't gonna never experience that shit for me. Like, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, submissive, just the whole embodiment of submissiveness, just like in, in a personal shit. Really catch that? It's gonna catch me in the switch, but not just all mm-hmm. around. You know. All right, TJ. What about your list? Uh, I'm I'm gonna just go, um, at, you know, the top and then the middle and the bottom, just for the sake of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> at the top, we got the voyeur, uh, is the uh-huh. person that likes to watch and be what watched. What percentage you got on that? Uh, Ninety-one. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, followed by the dominant, you know, coming at ninety. Uh, we gonna skip down to the middle. Oh, we got the exhibitionist. Mm-hmm. What percentage was that? Uh, forty-four. All right, then. So we doing a show later? Uh, maybe. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll think on that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We ain't gonna go there. <laughs> yes, sir. And then uh, we gonna skip all the way down to the the great and the brat, which I'm really not interested in. Like Brian said, you won't catch me in that that atmosphere a whole lot. And maybe it depends on the person that I may switch it up. You know what I mean? But it just depends on how roused that person can get me in that area for me to, like, amp that up. So, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All right. Ms. B? At the top, my my 100% was switch. Mm? Because I'm really, really easy at switching. Okay. Um, uh, second was voyeur. I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. So that's where that comes from. Now, the, the third one was role play. 
Rope Bunny. I'm sorry, Rope Bunny. And um, I think that's something I'm excited about. Uh huh. Is the Rope Bunny. Um, the next one was um, non monogamist. Mm. Well, what percentage was that? 89%. Mm. So those other ones are really high. Let's scroll. Uh, and under that was exhibitionist. I think I'm just a performer. Okay. Listen, they're experiencing you, so obviously. Right, right. Mm. right. Oh, right. <laughs> um, at 63%, I have submissive. Because when I'm submissive, I'm very submissive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I didn't understand the 61% with vanilla. I can see that, though. We had that discussion earlier where you want, like, even if you did poly, you want a primary partner. That's where that comes from. Okay, okay. Yeah, you wanted that primary. It's very similar to, like, a sort of monogamous relationship. So I can see that. And then right up under that, 60% is dominant. Okay. Yeah. And uh, experimentalists, I love to experiment. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is at like fifty nine percent. Because uh, Mimi, Lord, oh my God. <laughs> she was. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. we'll move it. <laughs> I, I did leave Mimi at home. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, master mistress, um, primal, but uh, as prey was was higher than the one with the hunter. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know where the mommy dad, mommy daddy probably comes in from like sugar daddy. But it's it's you as a caregiver. I think you as a mother, like you have that sort of natural nurturing role. And then, but you have to think also like the, think of the type of space that you create for the men that you're pegging. Like there is a safe space. So that is yeah. a nurturing space right, for right, them. Right, so right, it could right, come right. in from that um, space also. Right. Um, and like getting like down towards the bottom um, with the, um, well, it, the degrader, I had to kind of like, I see that, mm-hmm. but it at was, yeah, it was at uh, 38%. Mm-hmm. That's cause I just like for, I make <laughs> you talk to me while you doing special things with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, um. Uh, so after that is the rigor, the brat, brat tamer, owner, the grady, and primal. Then it goes down to the stuff that I'm really not in, which is sadist and boy, girl, slave, mm-hmm. masochist, and I didn't get anything for pet because I don't want to be anybody's pet. Mm. All right, ma'am, let's go over to you. Okay, mine, um, at the top, I was... I was surprised that my uh, percentages were so low. Um, I didn't have any higher. My highest was 67, okay. and that was boy-girl. Um, so I do feel as though my highs are high and my lows are low. I think that that's correct. The only thing that I feel should have been different. So my highs were boy-girl, voyeur, um, exhibitionist, and submissive. Those were my highs. My lows were degrader, degrady, brat tamer, owner um i feel as though the experimentalists should have been a little higher okay um and the non-monogamous other than that i think everything else was that's me okay all right 
Listen, listen. Inquisitive minds want to know more about that experimental part? No. Okay, okay. Just checking. So with mine, um, my highest was 90% and it became the rope bunny, which was interesting. That's definitely something new that I am uh, interested in trying. Um, But my second one, which is no surprise, is the non-monogamous that came in at 89%. Um, then I had warrior submissive and experimentalist. So yeah, those are, those all seem about right. Um, middle, I had owner and it's so funny because I've taken this quiz before and when I took it previously, I actually had different results. Um, and so I actually wanted to go through and look at those like last time when I took this quiz and I don't know if it has a date on it. It doesn't have a date on, oh, it does. So June 23rd of 2019, I was 100% a brat, which is so funny because I'm like, damn, what was I doing in June that I was a brat? But then I looked at it. I'm like, ah, yes, that is that's right after hedonism. And so I was definitely in a zone there. Uh, And then I was like brat tamer. And so it was was very interesting um, to see the results switch up. And I think that's something you do like switch up to see like where you are with different things. Um, Yeah. And then my bottom ones were like degrady, degrader and age play. And I was telling them earlier that I actually had a guy that was interested in the degrading. And so I was I was listen, I'm down with whatever. If he's my partner, like what you trying to do? All right. And and so this guy, he was he wasn't super bad in what he would ask for. Like I've heard people definitely say like some really racist shit. Like but he was definitely like calling me a slut. And I was like, all right, because I'm cool with that. Um, but he would like want me to write like slut on my face and, um, all this and like on my chest and all this stuff. And I'm like, for me, because it's not my thing, I was like, bro, I, I wear expensive lipstick. Let me go to the store and go get some of this wet and wild shit for you. But then I know that's going to take like some time to get off and everything. But so he was really into that. Oh, dog was another one that he liked, um, for, no, no, no. He liked to call me a dog. Like that was his other thing. It was like definitely like slut and dog were his thing. And then I finally was like, dude, this does not turn me on. I was like, and so like, I just, I couldn't get down with him. Like his being in the space with him, like it was great, but it's like, um, this, you drawing me up. Like this, this ain't working. Sorry, bro. Um, we got to go get some lube. And I was like, I don't like being in those spaces where we need lube for anything. So, um, those are, those are definitely not my things, but like, I'm always willing to try things. And I tell people, um, try things within your comfort level. So I'll, I'll do it. Um, but I've done it and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so good. But this was a, um, like I said, it's a fun test to, to take. And I think it helps also with your exploring a different side, especially if like you are sort of sexually inexperienced. Um, this puts a name on certain things, but it also is like, oh, maybe I do want to try this. Cause it, especially like it helps you like click on like, oh, what is this? Oh, that yeah. does sound Each interesting. One of these, right. Definitely. They give a little end up, um, little description of it mm-hmm. so once you click on it once you take the test and you click on each um percentage they tell you exactly what uh each one is so we just talk about it vaguely here and you can go and you know get your you and your in your home girls and you and your partner to go take it and y'all just have your own conversations about it and share it with us too man absolutely share the wealth man y'all ain't learn y'all learn about this with us man let's do it yes this is a safe space guys um we we want to to uh to to share in this disgusting area (laughs) and if there's some things that you have done like if you are into um degrading or something like that because that's not necessarily that's disgusting but that's definitely one that we're all like do what now um but if you're into that like talk to us and tell us like what it does um what does it do for you um and i mean because i think everybody likes no i don't want to speak for everyone i like dirty talk 
Um, that yeah, just takes it a little beyond that. About that. Like, what is y'all experience? Because it's kind, of, it's kind of a struggle for me to, ex- like, verbally express myself through mm-hmm. a lot of these experiences in real time, unless it's initiated by my partner. Yeah. You know, and that's um for mm-hmm. me. I'm I'm I put so much energy into the physical expression. Mm-hmm. You know, that I don't really uh have enough room in my mind to initiate it on my own. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, What's y'all experience with that? Do y'all like for it to be initiated, or how how was your just experience just with talking during sex? I wanted to ask that. I'm a talker. Yeah, I think it just right. depends on what it is sometimes, though. But yeah, talking is always good. Yeah, Tell I'm us about a, it. I'm a talker, and I do initiate my partner to talk to me. Um, when yeah, when um. A when uh when we when when we when we are in the experience, in the experience you know i'm yes. a i'm a um like a soft back scratcher and mm-hmm. you know if you have hair on top of your head i'm a gently like Tug on the right especially uh-huh. when you're giving me oral mm-hmm. and you yep. know if you're into it and i the back of my head to get pulled in like right right yeah because you Ladies. know i got i got big thighs so i like squeeze you Yes, if he dies, thigh. he dies. Hey, you, right. you better learn how to swim. Right. And, um, <laughs> well, right. Damn, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, so if he's like really, really into it, then I'll like pull, you know, the hair on the top of his head and, you know, make mm-hmm. him look at me while he's doing it. And, yes. You know, if it's good, tell me, yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. know, so that's what, that's what I do because yeah. I know it brings more, you know, because the men, they, they are so focused. And so I figure it's going to be more of an experience if I guide you and make you talk to me. Mm-hmm. The vibrations of the voice of a woman is confident in that situation is just very stimulating. Mm-hmm. Like, because again, that's just something that as a man you don't have to direct. You and in, in my experiences as a man, there's been so much energy putting in enti- directing this entire thing, you know, mm. from. The moment you stepped in front of me, I've been in charge of everything that's happening. Yeah. In the moment of, you know, uh, ecstasy, I guess, to be alleviated of some type of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, responsibility. Responsibility yeah. is and, very and much so. And the men that I have uh, become, come in contact with, they love that because they they feel the confidence in me. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, you know, when I say it, it's like, <gasps> You know, and it like does, you know, something to them. And they was like, I can't believe you said that. But when you said it, it just made me feel, you know, it just made me because ain't nobody else ever, ever said that. You know what I'm saying? Because most people, you know, they, you know, from asking people are not talkers when they I'm very vocal. You going to know when you're hitting it right. You going to know everything. You know, even the. Well, maybe my, I don't be having a lot of rights going on at the right moments because I will talk if it's like. It's even like me because you know I'm a very visual person. Even with my visuals, I'm gonna tell you how sexy you look while you're on top of me. You know what I'm saying? Even when it's going in and out, I make it stop. Look at it going in and out, and they be like, you know what I'm saying? So. It's like, you know, they might have never thought of that, but I'm looking at it right now mm-hmm. and I'm telling you to, you know, stop, you know, go in and out and look at it going in and out. Oh, it yeah. just, oh, yeah. it just, it drive them crazy. Mm-hmm. What you had to say, Mr. TJ? Like, you perked up when we said, when we started talking about this one, huh? 
Oh, you got your mouth full of something? Right. I was just saying that I'm not a talker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that was it. That's all I wanted to add. Do you? So, um, do you like men that talk? Like, does that turn you on when they're saying different things to um, you? It like, does if he's not a talker, then that's fine too. Uh huh. But it does. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what do you pull your expression from, though? Um, since you're not so much of a talking, don't really care for. What's your favorite place um, to put attention? In I think I'm a more of a moaner, and I guess with my body language, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but definitely not vocal. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you got? Me, um, <laughs> let me let me tell y'all. Uh, I like Let me give it to him Let me bring it to y'all Let me bring it to y'all You know what I mean I don't mind the talking The talking has to be minimal for me Although mm-hmm. I am open to a lot of talking If you can back it up Oh. If you cannot mm-hmm. back it up Please Shut don't up. do so much talking Because <laughs> it's going to turn me off And it's going to get me real it. soft You, you know what I mean All right. <laughs> You got to be able to back it up um, and that's that's pretty much it for mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? I think again it's that confidence. You know what I'm saying? If you really, if it's genuine, I think women speak to this a lot of the times too. One of the, uh, one of my friends was telling me about, you know, how she came in contact with dudes and they be all braggadocious about what they can do, and then you get to the bedroom and you can't find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's really speaking from a place of lack of confidence that mm-hmm. you have to overcompensate in that way verbally. You know, but when you get to a space where you can really just speak from confidence, you know what I'm saying, and what your abilities are, no matter if you take you time to get there or not, you know, you know what your what your level, what your top ten level mm-hmm. is, you know what I'm saying, and if you can get to it on a regular basis, you know what it takes for you to get you there, so you can speak from that place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but a lot of people, we speak so much from, you know, those places of insecurity, mm-hmm. tough up things, you know what I'm saying, it's like, come on, man, speak from the yeah and I had an experience like that to go on that and sort of take a tangent but um he he, I don't know why men lie we we gonna find out um but he did he he lied about his size and I was I was disappointed when I saw it like if you don't say shit to me I ain't got shit to be disappointed about listen I ain't finna go to no 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 it's I no know, name. I know, but he might listen because we still okay. Facebook friends. Well, then he need to know right. that he right. stop doing that shit, bro. Magnums when you, when you, so the thing was, it, it definitely wasn't even a magnum size. Like, you wouldn't even, like, hit an average. Um, so he, what he, but what he told you it was, though, you ain't got to tell me what it actually turned out to be. Yeah. What did he tell you it was? Is what I so he are, this is, what is this? A, a smedium. It's, it's definitely a smedium is, is, is where it was. And that's what he told you it was? And yeah. inches wise, what is a smedium? <laughs> right. Thank you, TJ. Thank you. Entanglement. <laughs> Come on. Nah, nah, nah. So, okay. So he, goodness gracious, Lord Almighty. Um, <laughs> look, I know, like, I hate you people. I hate you no, people, no, but I listen, I shouldn't have went there. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anywho, so he so he said he was six. Okay. And I was like, okay. all right, then, okay. that's that's right. fine. So, he's saying he was six. We can imagine if she was disappointed from the. I, mean, I would say so. So, the thing is, is like, I'm gonna I'm say this. I ain't gonna say the exact size. Mm-hmm. But in other arenas, a prawn is perfectly fine. It just was not perfectly fine in this. However, comma, in this situation, it actually turned out to be decent. 
<laughs> because the position that we were actually in, and so this is probably the thing oh, that maybe not. Yeah. So this is the thing that made me not a size queen he because was a, he was, he was Audi, small. He was an Audi belly button. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Look at TJ. Yeah. My boy did his thing. Right. But he was he was amazing at oral. So I was like, well, shit. Let me. He had to be. Right, bro, true. True. Well, and so, no, but you know what? Oh, here y'all go. But you know what? That's that's not necessarily yeah. true because it was one yeah. time I had a tickler. Oh, head was garbage. Yeah. Oh. But his his was amazing. So I definitely wasn't expecting much with the sex. But we we because we, we have all these discussions, or whatever. But he is the first guy that actually made me squirt from the position that we were in. He was just hitting, and I was like, "Well, what the fuck are you doing, sir?" And uh, so that really made me not necessarily asking. And I do have a, a preference, um, and it's not like I'm looking for me. Is it is it the t- is it the prawn? Is that your preference? Listen, prawn isn't my preference, but if they're going to make me squirt, like, listen, I'd, I'd fuck up some prawns. <laughs> but I got to like a a BB maybe, a BB or a CC. I can't go to Mimi because I just, I don't think I'm going to be able to go to that size, but I might, I might yeah, be able I'm to. I'm not going to keep talking about Mimi like Listen, that. I mean. Now, Mimi got, we got don't visual hurt her representation feelings. of what Mimi is. BB and CC, we don't know what them is. They, they is them. not Mimi. Yes, <laughs> listen. Definitely not. But so that was the thing. So again, um, I was just on that. But then I'll have to say with him, like, I feel like he was lying because he's never gotten um, the feedback from a woman that it might have been good. So I definitely told him, like, well, bitch, this is the first time this has happened. Um, and so that definitely kind of boosted his chest a little bit. I mean, I ain't go back for seconds. Nice. You didn't but go back for seconds? I did not. Come on. How no. Did you not go back for seconds for the squirt? <sighs> I, well, so again, so that was the first time that happened. So I was slightly uncomfortable with that. Like, oh, because so I think V and I talked about this. I talked about this already. Like when we sort of talk about bodies and different things. And um, I was still young. I wasn't young, but it was like I was definitely at the beginning stage of exploring sex and sexuality. So as it was, I was already um, self-conscious because I had some WAP going on. And I didn't realize that was like a super great thing. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. You're bed. Um, and then so now to come off of like just the the wet spot in the bed and now like I just did all this so I was very he was like no that's fine we're, we're good like he he was reassuring that that was a great thing and that's not anything to be embarrassed about but that was definitely something that I was um I was definitely self-conscious about like early on because who who the fuck is telling us in sex that that's a great thing like the the wet why, spot in the bed why are we not talking about how much of a great is that a great thing for Man, universally that, like that, is that that is absolutely wonderful right right so I like now on my bed I have I have like a, a waterproof mattress pad because like I need, I need to cool purchase that before. I guess. <laughs> yeah. We may eat ass like a great thing before yeah. we squirting a great wow. thing. Wow. Like, why is that? I think I'm we not... ass backwards right now. Literally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no point. No point. <laughs> you know what I said? But, like, I, I don't know, man. I think that's one of the, the, I think that might be the ninth wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, for real. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We got to teach your kids better, folks, mm-hmm. man. Don't, but they're not teaching there's no, they're not teaching they're not talking because that's it's it's not anything we're going to discuss but how many people had like the sex talk with their parents or like did you have sex education in school did you guys have any of that stuff yeah definitely not my parents <laughs> in school okay so how but how did that go was it did was it actual education or was it like this is how you put on a condom and this is like the parts of a vagina right. yeah Yeah. Uh, For me, it was not so uh, progressive with my mom, but as the years went on, it was very progressive with my dad. He took you to bust down some chicks with him? Uh, Not 
Not then. Some not then, but now, yeah. <laughs> 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 Brian, what about you? Did your did your mom or dad do that with you? Yeah, basically my mom and my dad did. Mm-hmm. It started out probably with my mom because me and my dad every time we met each other we had to fight. But uh, <laughs> uh, once it you know once it got past the aggression and shit like that, it definitely was great from both of them. Uh, really wasn't too much uh, do's and don'ts. It really wasn't too many. It was just all transparency. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, and provided a lot of space for me to just ask questions wherever I needed it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it wasn't no need for me to, to ever lie about it or nothing like that or hide. No, I lied about not being a virgin one time. I mean, in the beginning, I think a lot of the young niggas do, but, um, you know, once I came up out of that, she was like, man, you got to lie about no shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you ain't, you ain't. I mean, if you ain't doing nothing, that's almost better than doing something at the end of the day and when you don't understand shit. But right. my parents right. definitely, you know what I'm saying, provided that space. V, did you get any sex education from your parents, or did you get? Oh any- no. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about to your kids? Did you did you give them, and what was that like if you did? It was an open door policy. Mm-hmm. No question is a bad question. Um, if you have if if you got a question, then you know it's on your mind, and I want to know what it is, so mm-hmm. we can you know we can get this together you know amongst ourselves, and you don't have to go out asking your friends who don't know a damn thing Mm -hmm. you know so you know get it from home i mean that's just like with that's what i've always done with my children is you know keep that open door to to you can you know ask at home i mean even as as young as they've always were you know like uh i know some Mm -hmm. of my friends will be like you know they have like teenage children or whatever and we may have a get together and it may be alcohol there and you know you know, I'll be like, you know, well, why, you know, he like 15, 16 years old. Let him taste it. No, no. What the hell? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand that. It was, I can remember. Now, my mother was really, really, my mother and father were really, really open with this. I can remember because, you know, I lived in New York and we had, um, you know, how they had a little basement parties and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, the children supposed to be upstairs or whatever. And, you know, your mama tell you to come downstairs and do the little dance, you know, how to do or whatever, whatever. But when my, my mom and dad always had get togethers, I don't know if y'all remember, if y'all not old enough to remember <laughs> this. But the little, the little pink champagnes. Oh, yes. My, I used to be my mom's drink of choice. My mother would go and get a six pack, hand one to me. And hand one to my sister. Absolutely not in my from house. Before I could even, I'm talking about five, six. I don't know if she was trying to put our ass to sleep. I don't know, but it was always anytime she had anything to drink at home or whatever, and we wanted some, mm-hmm. she would make us some. It was not a big deal. So I guess that's why I'm not much of a drinker now. Mm. I can do that anywhere. I could do that at home because I had people in high school that was like, you know how they. Um, they, they got their little drinks and their little water bottles or juice bottles and stuff. Come on, let's drink this. I'm like, I don't have to do that because I can drink at home. What? Your mama let you drink at home? Yeah, I don't have to sneak off anywhere and get drunk. If I want to get a little tipsy, I could do that at home and be safe in my own house and do that. Mm. So that's the way I raised my children. And actually, what, last year we were um, at my daughter's house. And uh, we sent my son-in-law to the store to get us some um, some wine. 
my grandbabies cracked that open and we was in there drinking and making making Thanksgiving dinner. Look at y'all. Baby, mm-hmm. we out of that one. Open that one. See what that one tastes like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no big deal. Uh, what, what about you, Alicia? Oh, absolutely not. I grew up in a very Christian conservative household. Like, we didn't even have music or shit like that in our house at all. But um, I did get sex education from um, Real Sex and Emmanuel on Cinemax, Ooh, HBO. I used to love yes, that. Yes. Those those were those are my little those are like my little intros and so I love those like the intro to sex but then I found like oh don't don't let my dad hear this um but yes yes so we didn't have those channels at my granny's house they're not paying for premium channels but this old lady that lived up the street we would go stay at our house quite often and we would like be in there and we had the tv down really really low um and we would watch them and then so we had talked about this before. Like then, I sort of found my dad's porn stash, and so I was just like, "Well, he actually only had one video that was like explicit," and I was like, "Yo!" Like I was, my eyes were like, just I, I didn't even know because you know, real sex, like you barely saw a penis on there. Like sometimes you would, right. uh, Emmanuel, you actually like never saw anything, but it was still very erotic, and I enjoyed that. Um, but then I, I found the hardcore with my. <laughs> I used to love Peter North, y'all. Like it's so ridiculous. Um, I don't. Listen, I don't even know what it was about that man, but I used to love Peter North, and um, but see, no idea who that is. He is a he's an older white porn star, and I don't know why I loved him. No, he's 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 on the larger end, but he's he's maybe like eight or nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that I can't remember. That was John Holmes, I think. Look, I, we need to get up on our porn yeah, people. To, yeah. Look, we it's been so long since I watched. I prefer an amateur now, uh-huh. so I don't really know the porn stars. But Rock the Icon, look, I'm so sidetracked because I love porn, guys. Um, but Rock the Icon, he is—he was like one of my favorites. Like one day, oh god, uh, keep going. Uh, uh-uh. yeah. we go. We look. I'm like. Uh, no Right. Let me quit. <laughs> What about you, TJ? What you got? What's your uh, parents? Oh, uh, you, oh, you said it about your parents already. Yeah, I believe I did. Yeah, but go ahead. You got some more to elaborate on? It, it sounds like I do. It feel like I do. Though. <laughs> oh, what about your kids? That's what I want to ask. Okay, you. my kids. Yeah. Uh, I'm open to uh, open door policy, just like Miss James said. Uh, I'm, I have an open door policy with my kids. Uh, allow them to have an open voice to say what they want to say, and uh, me re- to regurgitate regurgitate that back to them. You know what I mean? That's the relationship I want to have. So. Definitely. The same as with me with my kids. Mm-hmm. But are they are they going to have to come to you guys, or do you guys open that up for them? Um, I feel as though I do open it up for my uh-huh. kids. I have a teenage son. Well, he's almost eighteen, but um, for whatever reason, it is some things that he don't want to talk about to me. Mm-hmm. But it is a lot of things that you know, as his mom, I'm able to talk about with him, and uh-huh. I appreciate him coming to me or me being able to talk to him mm-hmm. as a teenager. Because I didn't have that space yeah. with my parents. And did you guys feel like, because you didn't have that space, did you feel it was important to create that with your kids? Because it was like giving them what you didn't have? Definitely. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. I awesome. definitely did. Yeah. It was yeah. like, when I had mine, I was like, because I was only raised by my mom. And I just consciously went into it. My children will not have the same relationship that I had with my mom. Mm-hmm. It's my time to do it the way I want to do it, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it totally different, right. and I'm gonna do it my way. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like y'all are ungrateful. My parents did me great, and I'm taking forward what my parents did for me. 
y'all ungrateful kids can have it y'all <laughs> so with having that great relationship how do you think that influenced like your sexual like experiences like knowing so was there because like with us like like me i'm saying like oh there was like shame and stuff around sex like not talking about but having that you know that open conversation like with your mom like did that make it um easier for you to maybe enjoy sex and not feel shame around having sex I never experienced shame around sex. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know what that feels like. I think it's a, a, a abstract idea. Um, so yeah, I've never been affected by shame. Mm-hmm. Um, what my feelings and what aroused me are uh, excitement. Um, it's a feeling that I get that I always have curiosity towards, mm-hmm. you know, and I always try to follow that as freely as I as I can, you know, as honestly as I can. It's just always the exciting feeling, you know. I'm never, you know, even scared of what arouses me. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's always just a, hmm, what is that, you know? Um, and, and what is behind this? I don't yeah. even, you know, especially something new, you know. I have a lot of, you know, just norms inside of my uh, curiosity, but I'm always willing to put myself in, in front of other new things, you know what I'm saying, just to see how I feel around. Now you said that you are not. I point. How did you say it? Like you're not afraid of the things that turn you on, and most of them are norms. Do you have any kinks or fetishes that aren't normal? And we we gonna ask everybody that. And so I go ahead and think about that. I honestly, don't know. Like I, that's an interesting question mm-hmm. because what is not normal to me is like it, my normal. I see other people. You know, I think one of the things that I guess the things that turn me on again is not normal. I guess is women. I can like being interactive with women and mm-hmm. not necessarily even being tied to me. Like I, I don't even have to be a part of this dynamic. Just seeing it, I think that may not be normal. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh. At the same time, I uh, some of the things are just not even sexual. It's mm-hmm. more intellectual, you know, um, and emotional. Um. I like to feel emotion from people. I don't like to feel that they're not speaking from a place that's tied to their core you know mm-hmm. I, once i get in spaces where i feel like oh this person is passionate about this like i get aroused from that you yeah know? that's why i'm in this space of podcasting and, uh, and i you know uh, if you listen to reduce lunch you will hear it like because it's a lot of us you know even being excited for each other that another person yeah. is excited like that's a it's a very big you know what a, i guess you can call it the turn on you know? mm-hmm. it's a very big turn on for me i love being in those spaces being around people that move towards those feelings Mm -hmm. all right anybody else have like a a, like a fetish that is maybe outside of the norm i think brian's is sort of like a Mm non-sexual um fetish but do you guys have any non-sexual fetishes or just anything there like people would maybe look sideways about no not me personally no okay Mm. v anything for you Don't be all looking like that. I, all the stuff I do is normal to me, so right. it, it may be you know, it it's just normal to me. I don't, I yeah. don't. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to answer. I, that. Right, yeah. I don't know how to answer that because I've been doing it so long. Yeah, that till it's you know it's normal to me. But um, well, well, for me, even inside of the non-monogamous thing, like that's something that's very stimulating for me as well. And I think that that was that's not normal either. Mm-hmm. You know, and that. It's coming with a lot of struggle. I guess this is the way I'm going to even answer this question. What's been the most struggle to be 
the most honest about and that's what's creating the thing that I feel like is okay that's that could be not normal mm-hmm. it's been a non-monogamous thing as we've seen on this uh, test it's my number one thing is a hundred you know what I'm saying it's like oh, if I meet somebody else that can really understand that like oh I know this should be pop you know what I'm saying like but you know I mean I, th- I think that's the the feeling that you would get with like what's the hardest thing about yourself to mm-hmm. say you know what I'm saying like I think that's what we can label that as you know um, but it's so y'all even y'all really feel like for y'all selves like every part of yourself you can just be completely open and honest about 100% of the time with your partners just with people mm-hmm. yeah, people, yeah definitely 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 yeah. that's what's up I yeah. definitely can cause I mean you I'm I'm one of those type of people where um I'm not gonna fit into your box because that's where you want me to fit mm-hmm. um you're gonna have to take me for me um, even, you know, some of my best friends don't allow me to talk about penis until after seven o'clock oh, goodness. when we're together because they know that's my favorite subject. Mm-hmm. And my, if you didn't know my favorite colors, but naked, but anyway, okay. Yeah. See, is that, that in the Crayola box? No. Okay. It comes in a an array of colors. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it comes in an array of colors. <laughs> you know, that's one thing. That's one thing about the color butt naked. It comes in an array of colors. Butt naked. Yes. What's your favorite color? Butt naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm so, so trying to remember that next right, time I ask yeah, that question. It's just I don't. Yes. I don't like <laughs> bootay. Right. <laughs> right. I just don't like for people. I just don't like being around judgmental people yeah. because I'm a very, my personality is out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just love that my friends, um, which are basically, I call them family. They just, they just love me for who I am and not trying to say, well, well you shouldn't say this, Vonda. No, just, you can say it just not till after seven o'clock. And I'm like, okay, I'm good with that. Because as soon as the sun go down, boom, hey, <laughs> let's talk about penis. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you, uh, Alicia? Is there anything that you feel like uh, been the number one thing? Number one thing. Go read the question, please. Um, In the form of a question. What's <laughs> the hard thing for you to come to kind of terms with? Has it been anything uh, in your I think fully probably accepted men, poly like, and I think the the biggest thing was like just finding the word for it because um, even as I used to date, monogamy didn't feel normal. Like even with my first boyfriend, even though we were in a relationship because we had threesomes all the time, like I brought chicks home. Like if we were out and I saw he was into her, like I'm gonna go get her number and I'm gonna bring her home. Um, and so, but we it was just us, and so I didn't realize that. Um, this was a thing sort of being poly and having sort of that open love style. Um, but I mean that of course, bringing the girls home threesome, that wasn't poly, but definitely just traditional monogamy didn't feel like the thing. And so every like relationship that I had, there was always sort of this element of something was missing. And, um, even though like I'm single within it right now, it it was definitely, um, like, Oh, okay. This is, this is what this is. I can put a word on it and I can actually pursue this now because I was definitely having a hard time with relationships because, um, we discussed this before I was dating someone and he was all for, you know, um, just basically for like having threesomes. He was okay with that, but he was like, well, once we get married, that has a change. And I'm like, excuse me, why? Like, I, I don't understand. Well, cause then he had to throw in God. Well, 
you know, God doesn't want that. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure God don't want us fucking right now, but listen, we finna do that. Um, so that was like, (laughs) (laughs) so it was like, okay, so this relationship isn't going to continue because I was like, I knew I wasn't going to get what I needed out of that. So I think it was, it was definitely sort of stepping into the space and like, okay, this is what this is. And then just being completely open, um, about it with everyone, because I, I feel like there's so many people that still have to hide it for work and because of these relationships with family or whatever and then me just sort of not really caring of this is who I am um, and sort of just just really stepping into that and then I think in stepping into that that's when I sort of stepped into kinks and being really into BDSM and um, almost every level of it but then now trying to find a partner that is you know poly into BDSM because I would love if I could find that all into sort of one but I don't necessarily know how possible um, that is. But just really just at each, stage, at each stage, accepting who I am and then being completely open about it because I don't want to hide any part of my life. I want to always be completely free. And the people who accept me, or those are my lifetime people, the other people are like, all right, then. It's, a, it's, it's been a very, what I call unfortunate, you know, plight to have, but, you know, I'm moving inside of, I'm moving towards another direction to be able to create another uh, experience with that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, we speaking life into all our kings and queens. Out there, you know, <laughs> no Absolutely. No matter what you identify as, no matter what feelings are true for you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we just kind of want to go off on that. Do y'all want to still want to play um, the game? You want to play a round of Never Have I Ever? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go on Google. Shut up. So I got time. Yeah. yeah I got um, so I got a couple already. Oh, Y'all ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one is, look, are we drinking with it? Oh, I, I got to get somebody get some uh, liquor. Oh, he got some, was it some fireball? Right Watch, we got some Hennessy, we got some tequila, we got some Fireball. What was that? Didn't she have some Douce over there or something like that? <laughs> he said she wanted to drink some water. Right. Ma'am. Right. We'll get you some honey water. I just, and, and for all disclosure, I gave these, these two motherfuckers. No, you My did? No. I gave them two, I gave them one apiece, 50 milligram edibles. And they ate them motherfuckers. They ate them now. And they acting like they is straight. Like they ain't nothing wrong with these I mean, I'm trying to figure I feel regular. Bitch, I'm so Dubal adjacent, so I'm good. I feel regular. <laughs> I, feel regular. I mean, next. I really, really do. That's until you get the liquor in you, then it changed. This is this has already been like I've been on this all day. What's that? It's Hennessy and Cranberry. Oh. Yeah, I've been on that since eight o'clock this morning when I woke up. That's that's as far as you got. No, no, no. This is a refill. Oh. This is like my third refill, okay. something like that. Oh, me like, yeah. Oh, I guess I knew how to Listen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so never have I ever said the wrong name in bed. Drink. So, who drinking? Me. I said have the I have. So, V and TJ got a drink on that one. All right. Let's see. Oh, this is. I almost did. 
Oh, this is going to be a good one. Never have I ever had a threesome. <laughs> Look, we got to get y'all together. I'm ready. Uh-oh. All right, then. All right, now, All right. All right. Look at Check out your boy. Let's see. Never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. Is, is no. I, I fingered a girl on the plane. Uh, does that count? He's a mile hot, Jason. Go ahead and drink. Okay. Just look. We, okay. Look, we're trying to get everybody drunk. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. All right, let's see. What's another good one? I don't think I did it probably because uh, my big ass and somebody else can't fit in the bathroom. Because, you know, <laughs> but no, right there. Did you see? Look, small. look, my internet best friend um, posted a video just the other day where, like, <laughs> and my internet best friend is Brittany Jones because I absolutely love that. I oh, love yeah. her. Yes. Look, she's not super my best friend, but, like, in my head, we are best friends. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I, I just follow her. <laughs> she just got excited. Right. Look. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right. You might know some birds of a feather. Birds of a feather. Some shit together. Yeah. Send me your number. She. Ooh. I love her to death. Like I, I really do. Like I follow her on Twitter, and I just be like, "Hey, best friend." I don't really do that, but in my head, I do because she is like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, but I love women, and um. I think I am bisexual, Lord Jesus. Um, but these questions are so so kind of lame. So the other one is like, never have I ever had sex in a public place? Mm, public place? What the fuck? Oh, I was going to say, oh, y'all yeah, don't pick them goddamn cups. Mm -hmm. where, where was y'all's? Because mine was at. Yeah, what, what a wildest public place you done did it at? Mm -hmm. Outside the house, it could be well. Mine was oh, at the Riverwall. Riverwall. Oh. Yeah. That's a, so my ex um had a sailboat and so mm -hmm. like out uh, mm -hmm. in intracoastal and so we were like on the front of the sailboat mm. so. that's a vibe yeah yeah that, that was a stunt i feel yeah. like you got a cigar in your hand right now <laughs> <laughs> shut up but no it was it was definitely because he he was definitely the one that was wilder he was my so my very he was my very first boyfriend so we we did like a lot of the experiences that I had were with him. And so we, we just did a lot of shit together. Like we, we really had a great space and um, he is definitely all about like us almost getting arrested, I swear. And at that age, I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Um, and yeah, it was it was definitely fun because the sailboat is much different from the other boats. They're not um, as stable as some of the other ones because of the shape of it. So it was, it was nice. I'll just... Oh, it was another time. I'm sorry. It was another was time. <laughs> Let me see if this the one. Go ahead. It was, oh, which one? Let me I told hear. you that one. Let me hear, oh, man. it was another time when I had went out of town because, you know, I go to New Orleans a lot. Mm. And you know how no, you, you see, clutching your pearls. Right, and you, you know, I feel on myself. I feel on myself. Um, you know, when you go out of town and you're trying to do, like, you know, experimental things mm. and you know the hotel room that i was in had like a big big picture window mm -hmm. so it was in the window of the hotel room okay so it was like you know a tall hotel so it was like hotels like across the street so you could see people watching you okay, okay. that was fun though sound, sound lit sound like another vibe yeah. mm. sound like a flex mm. Oh uh, well, for me it was it was nothing nothing too outrageous. Oh, just right, he lying. <laughs> just in and outside the car, you know what I mean. Just some 
typical. You know, like, what's this car moving? The car was definitely moving. Yeah. Work. See, that's that's the flex I haven't done. Well, and you know what? The reason why I haven't done it because like not everybody can handle that, and I'm like I'm not trying to die like sucking dick. That was on what was that? It was a, a TV show where the girl end up um, dying while sucking dick. And that is definitely a fear oh, of mine. Huh? Yeah. So there was like so the, there was like um, roadhead, and so like somehow they crashed, and I was like that's a fear of mine. Like like that's like worse than on top of me dying. No, I mean I I get it, like, cause I'm I'm getting in that space, like I'm I'm definitely reading those books, but I I was like, bitch. Well, and it's not necessarily on me; it's on him. Like, can he handle that? Like, I need you to like be able to handle this, cause like if you all over the road, I'm stopping, cause yeah. you can't handle what's going on right now. Yeah, the, the, yeah. come on, come on, beloved bros, right? Swerving, right? Come on, man, get your get your wrist right, man. Right. Be Listen, the- get a newer car that has the lane assist and let's go. But listen, if Bust Down know how to handle it, like, listen, let's do it. Where's my reflect? You know what I mean? I got a rolly on mine. But my shit probably, uh, I got two, two. I, I want to say two. One of them was the wedding. Restroom in the wedding, and another one was that um, it was like on the highway. Yeah, the yes, yeah, wedding. Yeah, Who doesn't have sex at weddings? Oh, I got another way. So the other one was coming from the beach one night, and they were driving home from uh. All the way to the north side. You know how long that is. Mm-hmm. Like 35 minutes for real. So we literally had sex on 295 driving back to the crib. Like, this ain't no pullover type shit either. Why? Just... 90 miles an hour on the freeway. Bruh. <laughs> I, mean, I, I need to... you to not be reckless oh, no more. Come on, man. I had to do it for the experience. You think right. I'm going to go 55? No, like, I'm going to push this shit too. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what you say, bro? What's that? Shut <laughs> up. Here y'all go. Here y'all go. All right. So, never have I ever watched another couple have sex. Mm, yeah, I, I've never. I've never done that. Mm. Oh, yes, I did. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was there that night. Now count. No, that counts. Right. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So everyone, everyone's Thank drinking. For, Thank you for you guys' uh, gift. Yes. And the whole night. Look, look, the gift of the presents. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, let's see what some other ones we got. Never have I ever fucked in an elevator. Oh, I've never done that. Mm-mm. Neither have I. The elevators be too quick. Like, yeah, what that's you gonna too quick. Do? But that's so. Am I the only one? Like, I definitely like like not even necessarily a quickie, but like definitely like taboo spots. Like, I'm gonna try to fuck. Like when I went to my parents' house, like we were getting ready for like a wedding, and it was just like we weren't even gonna be able to finish because we had to go to the wedding. But I was like, you ain't supposed to fuck at your parents' house. So like we definitely had to like it was like a three minute thing, got dressed and then went to the wedding. And then so and for me that's like prolonged foreplay. And it was like I mean once we got to it, like yeah, it was there. But so so I'm okay with that. That means that you're not supposed to be fucking at your great grandparents anniversary party either huh i mean that's totally acceptable because you yeah that's yeah yeah none of that you know what i'm saying 
No, I feel like if you bought the bed, then you should be able to fuck in the true, bed. True, true. Facts, because that's yours. I don't think I've ever done that, but I feel like if I bought it. Yeah. So, never have I ever. Children. Your children. <laughs> so, okay, I probably did. Okay, go ahead. You probably did. Ridiculous. So never have I ever made it says a naughty video, but like never have I ever ever made like a sex video. Oh man. Oh I got plenty of those. You, hey. Everyone really is drinking. Think, I really think I should be a uh, for, for like on the Word. We got some directors in the group. Like listen, let us know. Right, right. Bishop pipes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness gracious! Let's see. We get a couple more, and then we gonna end it. Okay, okay. Let's see what's a what's another one. I'm trying to look for something good and juicy. Uh, they don't really have any good ones. Right, right. Never really good, but so so I do have one that I want to ask. Okay, okay, cool. So, what do you think is the nastiest thing that you've done? I mean, it's a lot of nasty shit that done happened, though. Is we talking about nasty shit? That your definition? Happen, just, nasty just... shit as far as, like, what, how, no, how, okay, you say your definition. Mm-hmm. Uh, In your head, you're like, bitch, that was some nasty shit. Uh, or you're like, bitch, I'm nasty, like, after you did it. Look, it's I, just us. And enjoyed it? Is what, that's what we Listen, talking about? Listen, I mean... Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a few things that I'm going to keep it on the, on the enjoyable side. Uh-huh. I like the, uh, for certain women, it's not all women, not all women that I have sex with, it, it, it is provided this uh, experience. But uh, <laughs> spitting in, spit in my mouth, I like that. What? Yeah, yeah, I like that. It just depends. It depends on who you are and what our relationship is and how... Hide the yeah, right over the V. You know what I'm saying? I got to swallow hard off of that because <laughs> that is just, to me, that is just so disgusting. Well, we said the and nastiest. So, it's disgusting. <laughs> and somebody did that to me <gasps> while we were having sex. Mm-hmm. I was disgusted. It felt like I wanted to throw up. That's how, how, he, how he did it though. How he did it. How he did it. <laughs> and he didn't consent to this before. Like no, I didn't consent to none of that shit. How the because fuck do you consent to that? Can I spit and in it your was mouth? Like, he was, you know, of course, I, he was on top, so he was being very dominant, you know, choking and all of that. And so um, he was like right on top of me. And of course, you know, I'm there and I got, you know, I'm, my eyes closed, my mouth open, and next thing you know, I open my mouth and I see the spit coming, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> Y'all, I'm no, like, that really. So when funny, I think though. about it, it makes me want to throw up. That is disgusting, and I'm a nasty bitch. That is disgusting. No, but that ass though, like for my shit, the, my shit. I don't like for, like, I'm not going to spit in my mouth. Like, 
I just not gonna do that. That's not my thing. I want you to spit in my mouth. So if I tell you to, then that's when you do it. You know what I'm saying? Not take it upon yourself to hit this podcast and take it upon yourself to do it. No, let mm-hmm. me be in control of when this is happening and who the fuck is doing it or point. You know what I'm saying? So to just do it with no consent to somebody, in my opinion, you just a trash ass nigga. I don't even mm-hmm. like nobody to spit on my coochie. That's disrespectful. Oh, don't you disrespect her like oh, that. Nah. Yeah, nah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. No, don't disrespect you can't her have like that. that. You can't have that. Don't disrespect her like that. Don't spit on her. I'm usually down with everything you say, but this one, like, nah. I mean, y'all can have that. Y'all can have that. I mean, mine, you know, she don't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disrespectful to her. That's I mean, disrespectful to her. It, it don't matter how high the attraction level is for the, for the person. Like, it could be like. Just the act of when. And then when they do it, it's like. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't spit on her. To me, because it's just me, like, to me, you supposed to spit on the ground. Can you spit in your booty hole? She is too precious and too sensitive. What about the booty hole? You good with that? Oh, 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 Usually, <laughs> y'all not gonna do me like this. You, you go ahead and keep the party going. <laughs> now, what you what you do from the back, I can't really see. I, you know, none of that. If you gonna do it, don't let me hear it. Mm-hmm. But if you doing that no, from don't, the, no, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. If you doing that from the back, I mean that's fine. But if you doing it from the top. Um, she gonna make sure that everything down there is wet. You ain't got to worry about that. Okay. Because okay. it's okay. gonna it's gonna come from your chin. It's already gonna be down. It's that Krispy Kreme face, right? For me, it it depends on the woman, how clean she is, and the relationship she have. Is she clean, and we got a nice sexual high intensity relationship? It it don't matter. But it, what's the what's the nastiest thing that you thought you look like? Bitch, you was nasty. I, I I haven't done anything extremely nasty. Um, we ain't saying extremely. It's something that okay. you just saying though. Uh, if the woman is clean look, to look, me, you know, oh, so look, look, uncleanliness look, look. Only is uncleanliness is nasty. Is nasty. Right. Okay. Right. 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 The nastiest thing that I probably done was lick the little ass. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I never know. did anything. You know what I mean? You're, you're vanilla on a thousand. Yes, right. Look, we gonna get you done. <laughs> That's it. You can you can sign up for my kink class and we'll get y'all done. <laughs> right, right. Look, she like you think? No. Okay. No. Ma'am. I don't know. See, I like my I, I, I like my ass licked and shit like that too. To some niggas, that's that's nasty. You don't think you've done so? You do you have you not done an act and you're like, bitch, you nasty. Like you never said that to yourself. God, mm-hmm. I feel oh, yeah. horrible. I, I, I reach for those moments for myself. If I don't have one of them moments every time I have sex, I ain't did shit. No, you I just look. You can look in yourself in the mirror afterwards. Ooh. I got a mirror look right up on my when bed. When you doing circles on top of it, look. When you doing circles on top of it, you be like, you better get that bitch. You nasty. Wink your eye at yourself and shit. Yes. I promise, I got a mirror yes. right. I'm, I'm 
calling myself nasty in the middle, in the like, mirror. In the mirror. Right. Right. Oh like my goodness. Everything at all times. Right. Oh, is good though. Like, I mean, we use the word and it has like a negative connotation, but nasty is good. Like mm-mm, definitely. No, na- um if it ain't nasty, it ain't me. Right. Mm-hmm. Basically, look, I feel like that need to be like a logo. Like, write that down. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great fire song. Well, no, right. I don't even want the word nasty. I want nasty. Okay. N-A-S-S-Y. Listen, however. Nasty. Yeah. Yes. Nasty. Do you like that, though? Like, just being a little bit nasty. Yes, TJ. Say it one more time. You nasty. Uh-huh. I am, and I like it. It's the quiet storm with TJ. Right, right, right. And then choke your ass a- out in a minute. AKA Mr. Nasty. Voice right. Right. <laughs> right. We could we could we could wrap this up. Though, right? we gonna keep <laughs> no more longer than this without bullshit, man. We high, we drug and shit. These motherfuckers just go though, man. We'll see y'all next Yeah. Time. Make sure you're having sex with the lights on. Yes. And, oh, and go yes. do your homework too. Come to uh Twitter, Facebook and get your uh link to this shit and, 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 and holler at us. We'll see y'all next week though. Bye, y'all. Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>